Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, y'all. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. And welcome to Libations and Revelations. Welcome back. I've seen your OnlyFans. Don't made for the stage. Dustin. Um, I don't have an OnlyFans. (laughs) Don't say things like that. Or does she? Oh my God. That's a conspiracy. Oh Lord. Welcome. I'm Kaylin. I'm Dustin. And we are your hosts. Of my wife totally doesn't have an OnlyFans. Oh my God! Stop talking libations about oh and revelations. Good Lord. Yes. So we're back. Um, my wife doesn't have an OnlyFans. I'm just joking. Can you quit saying OnlyFans, please? Turn it into a drinking game, guys. Every yeah. time Dustin says OnlyFans, drink. Mm. <laughs> so today is going to be kind of a intro. I'm gonna let you pull open your go nuts because I hear your keys. He's gonna. He's trying to pop the top off Pull his beer. Pull open, go nuts. Catch me on the OnlyFans. Oh my lord! All right. Beautiful. So we are actually drinking the German version of a Radler with a German lager and a sparkling lemon soda. We are drinking Allstadt. Okay, because they didn't have German beer. Allstadt's in Fredericksburg. Well, I get it, but I'm saying, like, that's Texan. I was going to go, like, actual German beer, Yeah. but they were sold out at Twin Liquors. Shame on you. Yeah, so this is Twin Liquors. This is a... Um, Allstadt, fun point. fact, is located in Texas. Yes, in Fredericksburg. And they're great. Don't get me wrong. I have no problem yeah. drinking Allstadt. Um, um, any Allstadt listener, you're fantastic. <laughs> I don't care what my wife says. But I was trying to keep it, you know, like, with the theme of today's episode. Um, and I've met some of the guys from Allstadt, and they are super great dudes and are they, gals. Are they from Germany? Uh, no, hmm. they're like from Plano. Okay, well, which is not Germany. Well, so that's why. Whatever for this, it will do, and I appreciate the craft that they do. So anyway, where you we are drinking a mix, um, a Rattler. So we're doing the. You know how Rattlers came about? I'm sure, you're going to tell me. I was only asking if you knew. Oh, no, I don't. Do you know? Yeah, there was like a big event and like a dude ran out of beer. So he started mixing soda and beer together. Hmm. This is all he had. That's, that's cool. You yeah. can find out who that man is. We can um, give him, him on the show. Tag him on the source material for the 1884. Okay. Anyway, so we're drinking Allstott's. Um, I believe this is, yeah, this is their lager. Um, it's really good, though. Like like Dustin said, Allstott is... Allstott makes fantastic It beer. is fantastic. So They've little, got an incredible place. Check it out. Yeah. A little bit about them. So this is a Hell's Lager, what we're drinking today. Um, they use 100% German malt that's imported noble hops and cold fermenting yeast, all German, to create a perfectly balanced, smooth beer that is noticeably malty and finishes clean. Allstott. Hire me. Yeah, Allstart has, <laughs> they do, they have like open fermentation techniques and their, all their products are just really, 
as traditional to the style as you can get. I mean, yeah. they, they really are. If you have not drank Allstat, drink it. And if you have not been to Allstat, visit it. Yes. So they do the experience. authentic German beers in the heart of the Texas Hill Country. They are handcrafted to old world standards. And they only use 100% natural imported ingredients, ingredients in pure Texas spring water. But yeah, super awesome. It's in Fredericksburg. Definitely check them out. Um, tell them that we sent you. Maybe they'll like sponsor us or something. Yeah. Well, they are good folks. They are. So yes, we're doing a Rattler. And I don't really know that we need to plug the drink, but it's a sparkling lemon from Sicily. Fever tree, no artificial sweeteners. Only only 70 calories per bottle. Mm. So that's pretty cool. You can see like the lemon seeds. That's good for me because I got to keep the weight off for my OnlyFans. Drink if you are uh, making this a game. But anyway, so it's nice drink. I was trying to find something classy to go with today's episode solely because I feel like these particular individuals wouldn't be like popping open beers. Like I feel like they would be popping champagne and maybe pouring it into their hot tubs. Taverns. But. So today we're pretty excited because it's actually going to be part one of a running series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of information to uncover. It's very like when Chapo Trap House covered Prescott Bush and then only did one episode and then didn't do any more. Um, but we're going to do more than one episode. So we are talking about the true origins of the Illuminati, which is real. The yeah. Illuminati is real, guys. And I think more importantly, the Illuminati is sort of, especially for American conspiracy culture, like a foundational, it is a cornerstone of all conspiracies in America in yes. so many ways. Yeah. All conspiracies kind of start with the Illuminati. Yes. And it's super fascinating to see like how this initial group has basically spiraled into what it is today, which I think is insane. Well, it's it's spiraled into what we as a culture have created. Yes. Keep on, I'm talking to you. Um, So we're talking origins, like I said. Um, So let's start. So in a nutshell, give me like a thesis. What is the Illuminati? So I've got to backpedal a second. There are some like, what's the word? Nuance. Yes, sure. Context. No, there. Can can I? (laughs) Don't do a podcast with your husband. (laughs) Um, no, the word where like there is like back and forth on like the actual origin debate. Like, uh, yes, thank you. Rhetoric I, debate. Yeah, so there's a debate on the true like start of the Illuminati because sure. there was other groups. One was called the Alumbrados in the 16th okay. century Spain, and then there was the Rescution Rescutians in the 16th century. Yeah. yeah. So but, what is it though? So the Illuminati essentially is a group of people. They refer to themselves like Illuminati is enlightened. They're the okay. enlightened ones. Um, how it began, which I'm going to talk about, and what it has evolved into, are de- are very, very, very different. So it's very hard to pinpoint and give you a proper definition. I can tell you it started to, it started as a group of people who were wanting to live their lives without the without religion essentially like suffocating okay. them. So if I sit sweet little Lenny Joe, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Evans down. That's our cat. That's our cat. Um, and Lenny Joe asked me, who is the Illuminati? And I show him a picture of Jay-Z making the dynasty symbol. Is that the Illuminati? No. That will be a later episode. So okay. let's start with, <clears throat> we're going to 
talk about the Bavarian Illuminati because that is kind of the one most people agree with as the, the real start, right? So this is an organization or purported organization. Yes. Yeah, so basically what happened um, in 1776, there was a professor of law named Adam – I'm going to try my best – Weiss Haupt. Um, he, again, law professor at the University of Ingolstadt – um, and he actually founded the Order of the Illuminati. Okay. So it was a secret organization he actually put together because he wanted to oppose the influence that re- religion was having on society. He felt like there was an abuse of power um, and there wasn't really a safe space to kind of push back or critique Which these religious ideals. Context, um, the world was dominated at that time by governments that ordained their power from yeah. And, yeah. and he was like, there's no free speech. There's no debate. We can't critique anything. So um, he was actually inspired by Freemasons and some— So the Illuminati mm-hmm. is not the Freemasons. No, but there is a little bit of a link. of intersection— like Intersectionality? Mix. Yeah, later. Okay, I'll that, get to that's it. A cool, that's a cool liberal <laughs> um, But he was idea. inspired by Freemasons and French— Philosophers, And so he was like, society doesn't need to be dictated by religious virtues. Okay. So he basically, the idea that technically we're supposed to have in the United States of, you know, you, well, freedom Europe, of I mean, religion, Europe, freedom of speech, I mean, right? In, even in Eastern Europe. Um, so he wanted to create a state of more liberty and moral equity. So like your knowledge wasn't restricted by prejudices, especially in this university that he was at. A lot of it was, there was a lot of oversight with religious beliefs and they were very strict on censoring things and like sure. so that kind of it started this idea contradict the church's held beliefs exactly um so they taught it was a jesuit controlled university yeah so his his lectures were monitored all of that and so he just got sick of religious and political basically conservatism like ruling yeah at that time he's like f this but probably like which more. is super incredible because in that short dialogue you just gave me you mm-hmm. referenced the rosicrucians um the illuminati the yep. freemasons yep. the jesuits which if anybody spent any time in the mid-2000s on youtube <laughs> you watched many youtube videos that talked about the truth about jesuit control and freemasons and rose i mean it's fascinating that the illuminati according to its like sort of formal inception yeah he wrote books about it right but mm-hmm. Broader conspiracy culture kind of melds all of this together. Yes. So, and that's what I find very interesting. But like that, he did not start it to become this attack on Christianity that it people seem to believe that the Illuminati is connected. Because he to. was likely a Christian, but there was, I mean, at what it, I can't think, can't put my finger on it, but I believe something else happened in 1776. Was it the beginning of OnlyFans? Um, only Americans. Uh, yeah. So there was a rejection of the modern, often monarchical kind of existing ruling elite class kingdoms towards this movement towards democracy, Yes, which was a rejection of the idea that monarchies are inherently divinely inspired and kings and derive their lineage from higher powers. So so there's a lot to unpack. Yes. Okay. So he basically handpicked five of his most talented law students. His boys. Well, probably. To join. Um, Only bros. 
and because he trusted them. He mm-hmm. knew that they kind of felt the way he did. And the network started to expand from there. So the members kind of disseminated from these goals of enlightenment, radical teachings. Um, and then he also, at that, like alongside of that, was creating an elaborate network of informants. So they kind of. Um, what are they informing on? Behavior of the state and religious figures. Um, and in, like, so they kind of wanted to build up information about religious figure state figures at the time so that they could exploit those like exploit that information in those teachings that was the cia of the illuminati yeah the first the 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 og so um he actually got help from prominent german diplomats there's a guy named baron adolf franz frederick and then fear von knick um, so they actually started, this is where the Freemasons come in. They okay. recruited Freemason lodges. So Freemasons were already operating. In existence, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a longer, that's a greater historical lineage than the Illuminati. Yes. He was actually inspired. Adam by was inspired existence. by Freemasons. Yeah. So these are fraternal organizations, mm-hmm. essentially, right? Yeah. Because yes. it's, it's all men. Mm-hmm. You probably had to be. No I mean, feminists in that group. No, no. Um, sick wig, bro. Um, <laughs> but you, you're, you're a male. It's, it's Europe, so you're probably white. Um, and you're probably of some, you're not a pleb. You're not a no. working class so, merchant. Let me get to that. You know? So they recruited the Freemason lodges. Um, and there is a little bit of discussion on how many members, because it's hard to put, a, people aren't going to say like after everything happened, like, yeah, I was in the initial Illuminati. Yeah. But some sources say it was under 2,000. Others say it was over 2,000 members through Bavaria, France, Hungary, Italy, Poland. Like, I mean, it spread. It became, yeah, it became this, I mean, I don't know, like, monster. So did it spread because of membership or did it spread in the cultural? No, because it was was a secret society. It It was never meant to be public. Sure. So I think it spread through these members kind of. Um, recruiting other people so they didn't kind of <laughs> evade the uh, establishment for long right because they only lasted about like 10 years but so it did seep into the cultural kind of milieu and yes so what he adam the gentleman who started a dog for yeah, short why why shipped why sipped yeah. somebody will correct me i'm sure um obviously he wanted more religious freedom right um, More priest. religious freedom or freedom from religious ordainment of his of his life. Yes, well, he wanted there to he wanted to breathe, man. Yeah, you know? I feel that. Um, Get up off my nuts. Okay, good night. It's probably a direct quote from him, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so he actually um, they wanted they didn't want just any like man walking on the street. They yeah. wanted people of power. Real so ones. they the, the real ones. They wanted dukes. They wanted. The rich and the wealthy. Which is interesting because they probably all derive their power from this system that is inherently oppressing everybody else, right? I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they're, um, they wanted young men of wealth. They wanted young men of rank and social importance. Young men. They wanted people who were open to kind of more liberal, radical ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. But I think they also wanted, like, you get a sense of... These dudes were what like, is, is fuck it... boomers originally. <laughs> Was it... Um, pathos like remember like pathos, pathos logos, like, yes ethos, and like yeah. one of those has to do with like 
you trust a doctor and their you know opinions because of their <laughs> Mr. Mace, your investment into philosophy 101 is really paying off shut up anyway I think he wanted people of higher rank because what they said would carry more weight essentially right. status yes um, what I think is really cool though is they actually they wanted this to be a secret they didn't want to get found out obviously because what they're doing is technically not legal well legal um, under what well, because they're up. speaking what, out what against what country was Adam living in he is from Bavaria was he living in Bavaria at the time? Yes. At, at this founding yes. inception. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and in order to kind of communicate with each other, they the two men that I mentioned earlier that he talked to um, that kind of helped him get in with the Freemasons, um, I think in 78, those men were, I'm going to butcher this again, um, the German diplomats, the Friedrich and Kingi. Who? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's K-N-I-G-G-E. I'm not saying that out loud. <laughs> Fear. Okay. Um, they helped to kind of create this cipher, which I thought was really interesting. So they all used aliases when communicating yeah. to the higher-ups to protect themselves. And then they had ciphers that were also used so that way the information would not be like intercepted and like easy to read. Like, hey, this is where shit's going down with the Illuminati. Word. Yeah. Word. Um Anyway, so this goes on for just about 10 years that no big, they no kind of, yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that they're trying to kind of build themselves yeah. up and spread their message. So we're from 76 to now approximately 86. 86 yeah. So um, the secret society was actually infiltrated by Bavarian authorities because there was like some radical, what they quote unquote, radical anti-state writings. Um, that were intercepted by some government authorities. Which, mind you, this is all kind of arriving on the doorstep of the formation of the modern states as we kind of understand them. Yeah, well, and so because of those writings getting intercepted, they shut down the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Um, why shopped Adam, the guy who yeah. started everything? He's banished from Ingolstadt. They remove his professorship. Um, and he is forced to live the rest of his life in this German city called Goth- Gotha. Gotha. It's 300 kilometers to the north of where he was okay. staying. So I guess Ingolstadt, where he was teaching, may also be a city. Ask Gotha. No. I th- <laughs> Ask Gotha. <laughs> no, I think, I know he his professorship was taken away. Sure. Um, but this idea of the secret society and like revolting against the state didn't you know, cease to exist. Now, what I think is super interesting is after that banishment happened, um, there's not really any, I mean, people, people argue whether or not it was actually, um, they actually disbanded on record. They did. Um, but the Illuminati fails to appear in historical record, like officially after 17, like 85. Um, some of the members who were caught were imprisoned and then others like fled, obviously because they didn't want to um, get arrested or so they, they ciphered it. Like I kind of like I picture like magnifying glass and like invisible ink. I know that's probably not. You've seen um, what's the Nicholas Cage movie? National Treasure. Yes, but I was yeah. actually thinking of the Da Vinci Code, which that, I now realize that is, is the wrong actor. That is not Nicholas yeah. Cage. So that the is, National um, Treasure meets Tom Hanks in... That's not Tom Hanks. In the Da Vinci Code? No. It's Tom Hanks. No, it's not. 
It is, um, his sister's also an actress. Tomathan Uh No, Cusack. John Cusack? Cusack is the Da Vinci Code. Who's the main person in Tom in, in the Da Vinci Code? Tom Cusack. Tom. Is it Tom? John? Ke- John Cusack. John Cusack. Yes, that's him. Look up main star of, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> Who is the main star? I'm telling you, it, it, it is him, I think. Yes, it is. I know it's. I know I'm right. Hold so on. Tom Hanks is not in no, the Da Vinci Code why? at all. Is it Tom Hanks? Why did I think it was Cusack? That's why you have a husband, to help you You're right. understand what's right. It is Tom yeah. Hanks. I, I lead, yeah. and I train you. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yep. Continuing. So I went to a wedding over maybe two <laughs> weeks ago, and let's just say they inspired me. Yes. I am rib. your rib, and you lead and guide me, yeah. and I need to follow you. You're welcome. It's not going to happen. It's not an easy job, oh, but Lord. I do it. Okay. Back to the info. So- these um, German diplomats help create this cipher so they can talk through it um, and not get caught. Get caught anyway. Sure. Um, and so, like I said, they either fled or um, were arrested or in the case of Weishaupt, he was banished. Okay. Um, but this secret society, like, revolting against the state has, like, captured people's imaginations. Right. And, like, these... Like so many conspiracy theories are connected back to this origin story. Yeah, so of, we've covered ten years. Mm-hmm. We're just at we're we're at the the inception. Yeah, which is not even the long-standing legacy of the Illuminati. Yeah, right. Because everything about the Illuminati comes after. Yes. So this is really interesting. We're gonna kind of connect back to Tom Hanks. So um, <laughs> so many people say like. It disbanded, right? It kind of sure. wasn't in historical record after that point. But there are people like who believe that it never disbanded because we didn't know who all. I mean, you have over 2,000 members. You didn't sure. know who all was involved with it. They, If you were like, in the Boy Scouts, you can't remember the other boys. <laughs> quotes. Like, you know, they kind of kept um, working behind the scenes covertly. Um, and so it's actually been suggested the Illuminati was responsible for the in part for the French Revolution, which pushed back against what, religion. What um, year was the French Revolution? 1800s? Look it up. For sure, 34. It was when? Before the formation of the Illuminati. No, French Revolution happened after because this connects back. It was... 84? It was 89, 89. to 99. So yeah, this happened before. Remember the vibes of 1789, yes. I believe was their calling cry. <laughs> Vibes. But it was about the political landscape and the monarchy and everything. So that was a very like glossing over the French Revolution. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but people think um, people think that the Illuminati was responsible for it. Ah, um, yes, the monarchy and the king. Everything <laughs> from the French Revolution to the assassination Napoleon had no bearing on the French Revolution. Um, the assassination of JFK. I mean, people even connect the Illuminati to. September 11th. Right. And I'm not so, going to go there because, like, well, I know it's a very sensitive what do you topic. Think happened on that day? Oh, Lord. Um, and it's even gotten famous through, like, books and films. It's the a Angels, cultural phenomenon. Angels and Demons. Yeah, Dan Brown, which I think is the Da Vinci Code. Tom Hanks. Yes. I apologize He's to Tom Hanks. I apologize to John Cusack for messing your name up. The estates of they're totally Tom listening. Hanks and John Cusack. <laughs> um, but, so there's a... A, a cultural... Yes. Milieu, yeah. So... Um, I have a quote that I thought was 
really good from Dr. Michael Wood from the University of Winchester. So he's an expert in psychology of conspiracy theories. Okay. I want to take his class. Shout out to my boy. Um, he says the Illuminati conspiracy theory is what we call a super conspiracy theory or basically a conspiracy that controls smaller conspiracies. It's an umbrella. Yeah, exactly. It's a big tent. And he said people talk about the Illuminati and he goes a lot of time it's joking in a self-aware way, um, kind of making fun of the idea. But I just think it's crazy what it's become, right? Anything people don't like belongs or anything that they can't understand. Yeah. Like all conspiracy theories are attributed to this conspiracy theory. Well, and back COVID, in... COVID? Illuminati. Okay. Back in the, um, in Bavaria, where Adam was living, mm-hmm. um, I keep saying his first name because I know I'm probably butchering the last. Yeah. But they have books he wrote after the fact where he was like, the Illuminati wasn't meant to book, like it wasn't what people think it was. It was a fraternal yes. group for, for boys to say, nah, I'm tired of these boomers <laughs> of, of their time. But he has this manuscript and what the Illuminati has basically become present day of yeah. the way we think about it, right? Like Jay-Z, um, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, champagne pouring in yeah. the hot tub kind of thing. Um I don't actually think that's a conspiracy, but she just did it and it stuck with me. Well, she's well. Beyonce is a member of the Illuminati, allegedly. No, it's not, I let's saw not get, no, Jay-Z don't do it. The dynasty don't sign. do it. I don't want to get sued. Um, but what <laughs> it's been made into has nothing to do with the like the real Illuminati. That's Illuminati and, in my bag. Oh my god! And how they, um, you know, what they started. It was more yeah. of a pushback yeah. to being a, what they felt was oppression. I mean, I'm right? pretty sure the dudes that drew that weird multi-sided symbol mm-hmm. in India mm-hmm. were pretty shocked when some little goober named Adolf Hitler started the Nazi party, right? Like that yeah. symbol existed well before it was co-opted by the Nazi party. You know what I mean? Interesting. Um, I didn't actually know that, but oh, yeah, I thought it was like this an ancient like Sikh symbol or I Hindu throw symbol you or something. A fun fact. Did you know Frankenstein is believed to have been based in the, the city? Like the Mary Shelley Frankenstein because of the Illuminati. Oh, that's kind of cool. But anyway. um, Well, I mean, that's a great point about how it is like infused with culture. Yeah. Yeah. So Ingolstadt is a city because people talk about it like it is. Um, But people believe that the French Revolution began in in Ingolstadt and Illuminati were basically these intellectual fathers of this Which the French Revolution Revolution was like horribly, horribly violent. Yeah. But the modern French state was more or less born out of it yes but people think mary shelley knew about the illuminati and like that's why she wrote Frankenstein. yeah so she this is my, the thing about the illuminati is that any and, and really conspiracies in general right mm. if i don't understand it or i can't explain it it becomes get, give it something to digest and yeah. fear so this that's, that's kind of brings me to oh, my next be a point secret society yes yeah. so you may ask how did i get to america i don't think anyone asked that mm. well that was my segue oh sorry I need you to ask it. I need you to ask it. So how did it come to America? Yeah. Hove, H-O-V, <laughs> okay. Dynasty, Rockefeller. So in the, in the, I rock hoes, y'all rock fellas. That was, that was Jay-Z line. Okay. So in the late 1790s. Um, Actually, that was a Nas line. I'm sorry. Nas said that in his ether disc back to Jay-Z. Are you done? I just had to clarify. Okay. Thank you. So in the late 1790s, there was a congregational minister in Charleston, Massachusetts. His name was Jedediah Morse. And he actually, 
um, also is a well-known author of geography textbooks, which is like kind of a weird fuck, right? Yeah. But he um, got a bunch of attention because he suggested that there was this secret organization. You may know them as the Bavarian Illuminati. Okay. And they were trying to, in his words, this is a quote, root out and abolish Christianity and overturn all civil government. Um. Okay, so there in the late 1790s, there was a congressional minister in Charleston, Massachusetts named Jedediah Morse, and he was also a well-known author of geography textbooks, um, and he suggested that this organization, the Bavarian Illuminati, felt cooler to whisper it, was trying to like abolish Christianity and overturn civil government. He literally, quote unquote, said with the Illuminati A1. to root out and abolish Christianity and overturn all civil government. His words. Which is like a, a, okay, even today, today, the competing theme is that there is a subversive organization whose entire goal is to destroy Christianity and so remove how we Christianity can, from our lives. Yes, that's how we come to this connection. You can um, literally watch Literal elected officials on television suggest as such. Mm. That's crazy. I'm not actually surprised. So, yeah, in 1790s, there was like this ratification of the Constitution, which is kind of on everyone's minds in America. Um, there, we free now. <laughs> I mean, some of us. Not so all of us. obviously, the French Revolution was also going on. 18th century was volatile, um, and so Morse, this minister slash minister by day. Geography, Geography textbook author by, by night. night. I feel like it would be mm, shortened to something yeah. cooler. But he became convinced like that this group of atheists, infidels, were... Do they call them infidels? I mean, I don't know. I don't know him, but probably. I don't think so. <laughs> so he thought they were behind this movement in France um, to like purge religion, right? And he believed that this Illuminati group, the Bavarian Illuminati people who yeah. had been disbanded, quote-unquote, disbanded, um, were pursuing this agenda in America. And in his mind, and this is his opinion, that they were working with Thomas Jefferson-led Democratic Republicans. My dog, TJ. And Federalist political rivals to pull off this the attack. Federalists of this, the time, as opposed well, no, no, to the... No, the fed, no, the Federalist political rivals. The Federalists are oh, on his he side. Was the fe, he was a he, Federalist. Well, I don't know that he was, but... Other Federalists come in in a minute, but he thinks the Federalist rivals and then Democratic-led Republicans by by your man TJ were like a part of this. You know what he wasn't prepared for? Hmm. Alexander Hamilton. So I almost feel like this is the man, this Morse guy, who created this. We're boring nurse child. Um who is in the room Alexander today. Alexander Hamilton. So this Morse guy probably is like the reason that it has spread here the way it has and like stayed. I don't know. Just my guess. What's that song that Ian Serenity always sing from the Hamilton film? Um, To Burn. Yeah. It's a, it's a good one. And um, that's kind of like a woman scorned, right? Well, because he starts uh, seeing his sister. Hamilton. Well, well, no, that's not. Yeah. That's not. No, that's not why the song. She. She's. We're getting off topic. But Byrne was when she found out he had he had hooked up with that woman, who was like in their neighborhood. Play it, um, play it. <laughs> no. Anyway, great, great, great film, great play. 
Um, so Morris thinks that there's this agenda in America that these people are part of this Illuminati I'm group. I'm shocked. That um, a Christian white male thinks there's an agenda in America so, against Americans. Morse was I've a, never heard of this. Morse was a Federalist, um, and he starts reading about these Bavarian Illuminati books, um, and it describes this secret network of lodges, you know, scattered around the continent. And in 1798, he does this sermon, and he basically kind of taps into the fear of these. Um, evangelical Christians and hold on hold on this is uncharted territory <laughs> I just I, I just dear listeners imagine a world where somebody with a point to prove is playing on the fears of evangelical Christians I just you wouldn't see that today no that wouldn't exist in modern America as Defin- we know it definitely not no but the people in this congregation are concerned with this new republic, right? This changing of America. And so he goes on to describe how the Illuminati, like this ominous being, this ominous group, and I'm going to quote him, is going to abjure Christianity, justify suicide by declaring death as eternal sleep, advocate sensual pleasures agreeable to Epicurean philosophy. philosophy. Shout out to my boy Epicurus decry marriage and advocate a promiscuous intercourse among the sexes as opposed to within the same sexes well, i was gonna say it kind of sounds like that's closet right there man's rolling in his grave right now yeah so that's a quote he actually you know speaks out during this sermon obviously gets people upset kind of intercoursing <laughs> yeah and so he's like you know this presence in his mind is going to cause christians to intercourse struggle and another quote do you quote, think they had like an only farms maybe <laughs> um he said that he felt in quotes that this illuminati group should cause christians to tremble for the safety of their political and religious arc hmm. um and he, he printed a list of secret societies and illuminati members um working their schemes in his in his I think this is funny in his Christian nation, mm. but this is in a sermon. Like he's saying all this stuff to his congregation. Yeah, um, and that then, doesn't happen anymore. You don't get people <laughs> in front of large groups, either religious or political, yeah. suggesting that there's a subversive effort to overturn Christianity in America. Like that, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, right. It was wild. Right? It was it wild happen. times. I'm telling you what. Um, and it's unique but, <laughs> to its time. So. It wasn't just him. Um, so soon there was a, he was actually the president of Yale College. Oh. Yeah. Was, hold on. Was he in? No, no, this guy. He, There's another guy. So let me introduce him. Okay. Because I thought he was indoctrinating college no. students. No, he's saying. Doesn't happen well, anymore. <laughs> so soon there's this guy. His name's Timothy Dwight. He was the president of nerd. Yale College. Sounds like a nerd. Um, and he started to express similar fears. Um, and he wrote to basically kind of like a Ben Shapiro kind of bring attention to it but less Jewish most likely because he was in America okay so he did this discourse it's called the 4th of July discourse um, and it was called the duty of American sounds like a diss track the duty of Americans at the present crisis he Dwight the president of Yale College quotes from Revelation 16 to caution his listeners and readers about quote-unquote unclean teachers um, 
that are basically educating people like the innocent people in America quote-unquote unclean doctrines and he's saying that they are trying to unite mankind against God and perform malicious work and the Bavarian Illuminati um, took cues from all of these opponents of Protestant America Jesuits Voltaire Masons yeah and Dwight says Americans need to come back to God that's probably how I imagine he said it um but he believed the only effective way of kind of resisting what he thought the threats to their social virtue was, um, was, you know, they can't take us. They can't take disciples, as he called them. Um, he can't make us slaves. He can't make us atheists, basically, unless we allow him to. Um, so he, you know, wrote to his readers, like, how what dangerous. What year are we in? This was in the um, late 70s. So it's eight, yeah, late 18th century, late 1790s. Um, but he's like basically saying like, if we're strong, good evangelical Christians, they can't take us. And then this is what I hate because I feel like that you go for what is like going to make people most offensive. Mm-hmm. And he said that this society, basically what the Illuminati is trying to make happen, was so dangerous that the children of these Christians would be forced to read the work of deists or become quote-unquote concubines um, of a society that treated chastity um, as a prejudice, adultery as a virtue, and marriage as a farce. So it's safe to say as we kind of wrap up this introductory episode on Illuminati, the most important takeaways are the things that they claimed— Mm-hmm. You know, what people claimed would happen if the Illuminati persevered in our society. They don't claim that anymore. They don't accuse <laughs> people of... I think people picked up on your joke. Oh. Like the eighth time you've made it. Okay. Well, I just... <laughs> so, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to walk outside and people are going to suggest that this is a thing that's still going on. Oh, yeah. Well, we're at the turn of the 19th century at the end of this first episode. Um, you know, theories have about the illuminati have gone up and down the eastern seaboard it's gone as far as like in this i'm going to quote another times like a part of this times article that i'll put in our show notes um as far as like islands in the caribbean and and there are other people that bought into it so Mm -hmm. like john jay who was like a federal statesman starts getting on this conspiracy but there were a lot of critics and they argued you know morrison dwight They were clergymen. They were spending too much time dabbling in politics. And they basically were like they were allowing themselves to get carried away. Um, And even though they felt there is this force of like like Illuminati kind of pressuring American politics, nothing really came of it. Okay. Um, And Morse. So far. Yeah. Morse, the guy who was the, the first... Um, pastor slash geography book writer man um he could like he could not fight back against evidence against him and so he kind of stopped talking about it and yeah they, he basically kind of ruined his authority and like tried to you know propagate this scare um hmm. and then within a couple decades federalist party kind of fades out and that was it but like you said this fear of like this collapse of you know religious belief in god and stuff is still a tactic that it's a powerful tool people use people are afraid of it yeah and people turn to conspiracy theories to kind of 
I don't know, make themselves feel better. I think it gives them an explanation, number one, but gives them something to fight against. Because if I have to do something, look, I, I believe in God, I believe in Christ, I, all those things, and that's a personal thing to me, but you can't prove any of that exists. You can't. Yeah. You know, you have to take it on faith. That's the entire premise of it. So any challenge to that, you have to vehemently defend because you have no way to prove it exists. I can prove that I'm sitting in this room right now with a picture or a video recording. Yeah. But if somebody says, sure, God's not real, you have no way to, to prove that your values or morals are correct. Or if you're seeing things evolve in a way that you don't agree with or understand, yeah. I'm sure it's easy this to... This is the, the best defense mechanism. I mean, I mean, why you can't prove it, the only... Mm -hmm. It's an emotional, right? Like, your connection, if you're a faith-based person, is... You can't prove it. It's not tangible. You have to say, this is what I believe. It's it's an emotional. It's a soul connection. Whatever, however you ascribe to it. We got to protect ourselves from yeah. demons so, that are trying to attack God's America. Any challenge to it is inherently a challenge against your soul. I get right? all my information on QAnon. From what? From QAnon. Have you ever met Q? No, but he's a prophet. I don't think that's what they said. <laughs> the city working in the Department of Energy. Oh. But Interesting. I, it, it's an easy thing to rile people up against. Yeah. Because it's such an emotional, important thing. Agreed. So for our part two, that was kind of a background. Because I honestly didn't know a lot of origin about the Illuminati. I've seen a lot of the recent stuff. You've seen a lot of Jay-Z going, Dynasty. Yes. And so Instagram that, comments saying. That will be part two. Illuminati. How did the Illuminati, you know, in this very early beginnings, turn into theories regarding assassinations and pop stars you know that are ruled under the thumb of the illuminati yeah. trying to get our children to follow it through their music videos um so that'll be part two kind order of order out of chaos delving into that um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode all of our ranting yeah and we um we thank you um we thank rogue media absolutely and make sure that you follow us on facebook instagram um, depending on what Elon Musk does with Twitter, maybe there. Who knows? Yeah, I need to probably create a Twitter account. Then. We will not be on Twitch because we're not dorks. Hey, you don't attack our audience. But if you want to add me to play Insurgency Sandstorm, I've, I've been gaming. Pretty good, actually. I'm like sure. Level 14. But no, thank you all again. If you have any suggestions of things you'd kind of li like us to delve into or anything like that. Or don't delve into. <laughs> Or, or ramble about. Bill Gates, looking <laughs> at you, bud. Oh, Lord. Um, you know, comment, message us, let us know. and Show up at our doorstep. Please don't do that. But but thank you all again. We have a ring. We'll notice. You can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. You know, Spotify, Rogue Media Network. Um, yeah, just say libations, revelations. Maybe on QAnon. Three times in the mirror. And we'll show up. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Libations and Revelations. Be sure to find us on anywhere you get your podcasts and on Rogue Media Network. Thank you all and cheers. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.